Hi, I'm Jazz Hoti, and this is the INF Club podcast. If you're an INFJ or an INFP, then this podcast will help you understand more about yourself, inspire you on your own personal journey, and hopefully have some fun along the way. Thanks for being here, and welcome to the podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to the March update. So I figured I'd, uh, yeah, just talk a little bit about what's happened this month, um, give a bit of a commentary if you like, and um, I'll pretty much be working my way through this month's newsletter, uh, adding a couple of other bits here and there. So um, to see that newsletter, if you're listening to this in real time, just go to infclub.net and you'll find, um, you'll kind of see it there. Uh, if you're not listening to this in real time, just go to infclub.substack.com slash archive. Um, so inf.club, infclub.net will redirect you to Substack. If you want to access the archive directly, um, you're going to have to go to infclub.substack.com slash archive. Um, or on a number of like the on, on a lot of the posts that I write at the bottom in the footer, you can just click the archive button. So yeah, I'll be pretty much going through this month's newsletter, and uh, oh, I guess what a month it's been. I think it's fair to say um, it's a weird one. So I'll be honest, I'm, I'm recording this on Wednesday, the first of April, um, and yeah. I just just a couple of weekends ago, um, just over three weeks ago now, I was with my friends kind of in London, um, London Waterloo, the South Bank, so you know, centre of town, enjoying a Nando's meal and we were um, just, yeah, innocently, obliviously if you like, going about our business, um, this coronavirus thing, we had heard about it. But I think it was just, um, you know, they were just talking about China. Um, and maybe it had started to spread by then. Um, but yeah, it certainly wasn't affecting us. And, and we didn't have any idea that it would. And, and gosh, just how much it would. Um, I think as I record this, I was reading yesterday that uh, I think in, in America, it's either three in four or four in five Americans are now in lockdown. Um, and, you know, many countries uh, in Europe uh, in lockdown or with, you know, restrictions that have been imposed. Um, so, yeah, it's really interesting times. And I, um, yeah, I think I initially was just, uh, it was quite intense. I just found myself checking the news all the time, um, feeling quite anxious and trying to give myself more to do but often what that means is I give myself more things to do um, inevitably kind of creative projects on the laptop and I just end up tinkering with stuff and kind of nervously flitting in and out of stuff um, and yeah like I say I can kind of move in and out of stuff as it is but especially with this stuff going on I just found myself checking the news more often and this just, is, just isn't a great thing to do because um, I think 
don't get me wrong, I think, uh, yeah, with, with what is going on, we need to be aware, we need to understand uh, the precautions that we've got to take, you know, with the social distancing and keeping two metres. However, you know, overload of news and knowing what's going on and, and, and you know, literally uh, just hearing about the next country that's gone into lockdown or how many deaths are coming out of this place and how many cases. It's important to understand, you know, the severity and, and why the, the restrictions are there. Um, but actually, it's also important, uh, you know, just to really understand what is serving us at this time. And watching the news definitely wasn't serving me or checking it so often. So... Um, and I remember I kind of published a, a piece about how I can stay calm and feel grounded. And I was kind of starting to do some of those things, but really I needed to take my own advice. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm pleased to say in the last week, kind of towards the end of the month, you know, something had to give. I've pretty much slowed down. Um, got myself back into a routine, actually. So I've got an interesting relationship with routine, I should say. Um, I really love my freedom. But it's a double-edged sword because I've discovered that I also need to have a routine um, now more than ever, but also just in life. I think it's really important for me, you know, mentally, psychologically. So, yeah, you know, I've been uh, where I can. I guess today, uh, today's a bit of an exception, if you like. Um, I'm on the laptop recording this, but I've... Um, Yesterday, I actually was pretty much off the laptop the whole day. That's a separate story. My, my charger kind of broke on me. But I'm just trying to be on my laptop less. And when I am on my laptop in the afternoon, and you know, I'm just trying to reduce the need for me to be flitting in and out of stuff and just to really be more intentional about what I'm doing. So yeah, I felt much better just for just taking it easy, being less on my laptop. Um, you know, grounding myself with kind of stretching, being outside, um, some prayer I did this morning, um, just quality time with my family, we might watch something together, we played Scrabble the other night, so yeah, um, I call it reorientation week and it feels like this is a period of reorientation in itself um, and just a useful time for me to be doing things I otherwise wouldn't do, but also, um, yeah, reground myself and kind of make changes that I think will serve me. You know, when we when we get through this and then we kind of come out the other side and um, the world starts to go back to normal. And one of the things that um, I think amongst everything, because I, I feel uh, and all of my kind of intuitive friends have been saying similar so um, when I say intuitive friends I mean um, kind of online and then you know in real life and if you've got uh, in the Myers-Briggs I think if you've got that N so that second letter means you're intuitive and especially if you've got N and F you're an intuitive feeler um, so yeah a lot of a lot of the people I know now are are intuitive feelers and I've been saying similar things. It's been quite intense. Some days it's been more intense than others. They just needed to, um, yeah, just take it easy. Um, and I 
friend of mine's a yoga teacher and, and in her newsletter she wrote, you know, she just needed to feel the ground, you know, just, just kind of lie and feel kind of the earth. So yeah, it feels like a similar sort of thing for all of us. And um, yeah, one, I think one of the other things that's been on the mind of us creatives are kind of how we uh, respond um, kind of in terms of the work that we're doing. So um, I know this was something on my mind uh, and I know it's, it's been on others' minds, but you know, we've been, there's been a lot of emails, you know, from CEOs or from companies, you know, saying, you know, we're here to support you. You know, here's a discount or this is what we're doing and of course it, that can be quite noisy in and of itself um it can feel quite intense and obviously you know these you might you know get messages from a, a ceo and you're like uh, as a friend of mine said we only we're only hearing from them now we don't normally hear from them they're just kind of selling 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 us their stuff and um yeah it's kind of that uh do I try and offer my help at this time um, and, you know, try and offer some sort of, you know, uh, discount or freebie or giveaway or, um, you know, is that taking advantage? Um, so for me, I've just really questioned the intention behind what I'm doing. I think that's all we can do. And, uh, yeah, just trying to come at it from a good place. And I think most importantly of all, just do my best because um, I know it's a, it's a difficult time um, and uh, yeah uh, there can be you know uh, I don't think there's any right answer with this stuff um, but for me it's all about the intention um, and you know just just doing my best um, I did offer uh, some discount um, for the month of March and I'm probably going to you know still offer a discount of some kind um, over the next month or two uh, it's looking like uh, we might be yeah uh, in lockdown maybe a little bit longer than those three weeks that that uh, a lot of us were initially told um, I think I've got a friend in San Francisco was saying it looks like theirs is going to be extended until the first of May so yeah, um, so like I say, I'm just trying to do my best, um, and uh, yeah, for me, I'll probably still be offering some sort of discount. And uh, you know, I, I honestly do believe that I'm, you know, what I'm creating is valuable. You know, that's that's the that's the feedback that I've been getting. Um, I've, I've tried to open up a couple of things that I was planning on opening later in the year. So I'll, I'll mention that later on in in the course of this episode, um, some virtual meetups that I've been running. Um, so yeah, uh, I think it's an interesting time for creatives and um, it's been nice to see, you know, folks kind of rallying around one another and kind of supporting one another uh, at this time. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of fortunate that I... Uh, you know, I've got friends now who are creatives who are in kind of similar boat to me. So if I wanted to, I feel like I'd probably reach out and, uh, you know, lean on them for support if ever I needed to to think of anything. And I'm also part of my own mastermind group, actually, um, which is one which has recently started, um, which I'm, I'm fortunate to be a part of. So, yeah, so, um, you know, we, we're going into spring now. Um, 
one thing that's been nice here in the UK, so I live just outside London in like a suburb, uh, it's been quite cool and quite cold, but it kind of warms up a little bit in the afternoon and the sun has been out. So yeah, it's been nice and I'm quite fortunate in that we've got a park near us to kind of walk around. Um, so yeah, wherever, whatever you're up to, I hope you're, I hope you're doing okay. Um, and I just wanted to say it's completely okay to be slowing down and doing less at the moment. Uh, as I say, you know, myself and a lot of the, my friends that I'm talking to, you know, intuitive feelers there, doing exactly the same thing. So, you know, a case of one day at a time and, um, yeah, just sticking to, you know, a bit of a light routine and just all the changes also, you know, being at home all day, um, cooped up indoors, you know, with one another, uh, as introverts and human beings, I think we all need our, our downtime and our space. So that has its challenges. Um, and I know, you know, many of us have families, you know, parents with children who they're now looking after. Um, and, you know, I know kids can be quite full on as well, as much as we might love them. So, yeah, I just want you to know it's, it's, it's fine just to be taking things easy. I think we're all kind of still readjusting. Um, so, yeah, uh, one day at a time. And uh, I think the last thing I wanted to say in that regard is um, you might be able to hear a bird <laughs> singing outside. I've got my, I'm just sat in my room, I've got my windows open for a bit of fresh air. So yeah, in case you're wondering, that's just a little bird tweeting away. Um, the last thing I wanted to say is, and uh, again, I know a lot of us are, you know, uh, writers or creatives or, you know, working on something. Now's a great time just to be um, working on that project, you know, slowly chipping away, just doing a little bit by little bit, um, because I know, again, for a lot of us, our, our writing and our art and our self-expression can be really grounding and really healing. So yeah, so um, I'd encourage you just to, you know, put pen to paper or, uh, you know, just to make something with your hands or, um, you know, work on that project that you're working on. Um, maybe you're using a different word for work. Maybe we don't want things to feel like work at the moment. But yeah, um, could be a lovely time to work on something creative. Okay, um, so again, I'm just going through this newsletter, the March newsletter. Um, yeah, so I obviously uh, started this podcast. Um, I was actually sharing member, kind of members-only interviews with the community at INF Club, but I decided to make this podcast public. So this will be the fourth episode, and I've had an introduction episode and a couple of episodes with Gennaro and Bryn who are themselves members of the INF Club community. And uh, yeah, we just have some fun conversations. So I hope you might enjoy those. Um, you can also uh, read written interviews, um, which I'm also planning on, on, on making public, actually. Um, so yeah, if you're, if you're not listening to this on your favorite platform already, you can get this on mobile. Um, and obviously, you know, that way, listen via Bluetooth in your car or, you know, just on your phone with speakers, sorry, with speakers or, you know, headphones. Just go to anchor.fm slash INF club. You can listen on most of your uh, favorite platforms right now. Um, I think the only one at the moment it's not on is iTunes of the most popular ones. I've gonna, just got to figure that out. Um, 
submitting that manually. So yeah, hope you're enjoying the podcast. And this brings me on to virtual meetups. So yeah, there's one thing uh, I guess I really enjoyed being part of um, is community. And I might actually share, you know, a piece or two that I've written on community in the past, just because I'm just think that uh, having a community is really, really important and has so many benefits. And, you know, as well as, I just, I guess, uh, just wanted a, uh, you know, wanted a way maybe for, um, you know, members of the INF club to be able to, you know, see and speak to one another and not, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, over and above um, the kind of discussion threads. So I gave virtual co-working a shot. I trialed it um, last week on a couple of days covering a different different couple of time zones. And it was really lovely, actually, um, yeah, just to see faces around the world, you know, kind of like-minded faces um it was just a really nice vibe we just shared who we were where we were in the world and what we wanted to get done in that hour and we had everything from um someone did some painting someone was you know was painting something in their garden um you know others were kind of uh going through you know course you know writing courses people working on manuscripts um you know writing blog posts uh, writing newsletters, um, people were, you know, doing their, I guess, uh, you know, their employed roles as well. So, you know, we had someone who's a librarian who was doing kind of some database work. So really a whole manner of different things. And um, yeah, there's, as I say, there's just something about coming together and there's something about accountability as well and saying, you know, for the next hour I'm going to do this and to then just have everyone else, you know, on screen. Um, a lot of people, you know, decide to stay on the on their ca- the cameras. You've got that accountability factor there, and it's kind of that shared space. So it's really nice. So um, I've decided to to host more of these, and I just wanted to read out some of the feedback that I received on email. Um, so um, someone said. I've noticed that I feel strangely energized after these online co-working sessions and meetups. I went for a walk after the meeting and walked longer than usual without exhaustion. And someone else said, I did get some work done and it was fun to meet some adult people online as I spent most of my time with my kids nowadays. And just the thought that all of us can connect so easily via the internet makes me happy. And uh, i just read a couple more. Someone said, I like this meeting very much. So nice to meet people from other countries with things in common. Um, and yeah, just the last one, maybe I'll read out. Uh, doing it online was a new experience for me. And it was nice. Uh, so I, the, the full message was, thank you, Jazz, for organizing the time to work together. Doing it online was a new experience for me, and it was nice. It was really nice to meet you all and see what projects that you were working on. So yeah, and I had a you know a couple of people saying, you know, count me in if you do these again. So um, I will be doing them again. 
And I wanted to say thank you actually to, to Anya, to Berit, to Christian, to Jim, to Michelle, to Peg, to Ritu, to Shauna, and to Tula for being the very first uh, you know, INF Club members to take part in, in, in these virtual sessions. And um, members, otherwise known as supporters, um, are, uh, so yeah, these, these, these folks are all members of the club. Um, I, I, I call them members. Um, I also call them supporters because that's what I see them as, you know, the INF supporters of the club. And they're paid subscribers of the club. So um, to find out more about that, just visit infclub.substack.com slash about. I'll be hosting more of these for members in April, and I'm really looking forward to that. So uh, actually, by the time you're listening to this, you would have received an email already, um, which I'll be sending out today about next week's co-working. Uh, so if you're not as yet a member, um, perhaps you'll consider becoming one. Um, but either way, you know, I just, uh, yeah, uh, hope you're, hope you're enjoying, hope you're enjoying the content, um, both here on the podcast and on the blog. So that's a note on co-working. And then, yeah, I, I like to share some other things which, you know, I might be enjoying, um, just in general. And it just so happened that, you know, some of those things were um, other kind of members. Um, it feels like there's a lots of overlaps between you know INF Club and INFPs and Js and creatives and the stuff I'm reading. So yeah, it's, I guess it's not so surprising that I I tend to share um, what INF kind of club members are up to, um, just because I'm kind of interested in this stuff myself anyway. And uh, yeah. Some of these, some of these folks have become friends of mine, which is really nice. So first of all, there's Leslie. So um, Leslie is a, a coach for INFJ women. She really knows her stuff when it comes to the cognitive functions. Um, so those are the uh, you know the individual letters, if you like, of Myers Briggs, and uh, she. Uh, in the article I shared on the newsletter, she she was talking about some of those functions for um, uh, INFJs with like a really helpful little kind of model uh, diagram that she'd uh, she'd laid out. And the title of the article is "Healthy Expressions of Your Intuition and Feeling." So yeah, you might want to check that out. I actually recently interviewed Leslie um, for the podcast, so I'll be uh, yeah probably sharing our episodes. Um, if not in April, um, likely in May. Then there's Amanda. So Amanda is an INFP author friend of mine. She's got a new book called Productivity for INFPs. Um, subject I find fascinating, and I've obviously mentioned you know structure and routine already, kind of in this episode. So I'm really interested in this stuff. Amanda's been talking about this stuff on her blog for a little while, and uh, yeah, I was really excited to see her write a book. Uh, so if you head to her website, Amanda, um, Linehan, that's L I N E H A N.com. And yeah, you can actually, um, she's got a new newsletter called four INFPs. So you'll find that if you visit her website and, um, you can also order her book and she's recorded a short video about her book productivity for INFPs. 
Then we come on to Peg Chang. Um, so I think Peg actually comes out as an ENFJ. Um, but uh, yeah, she she I think she she says that she feels very much like an INFJ. And I think in her Twitter bio, she actually writes E slash INFJ. Um, yeah, Peg has a lovely, lovely newsletter, which she writes by hand. And she's having to deliver them kind of as PDFs and, and send them on email at the moment because of, um, you know, what's happening with coronavirus and not being able to send things out. But honestly, I read, uh, she calls it the Pegville Post. It was such a joy, joy to read. Um, I mentioned I'm trying to spend less time on my laptop. Um, ticks a lot of boxes for me because obviously it's a, this time round it wasn't, but she sent, she's going to be sending them, she sends them in the post. And yeah, just who doesn't love letters? You know, I sometimes think I was born in the wrong era when I, you know, wanted us to send us one another letters and, you know, go to the prom and, uh, you know, go around to the uh, to the girl's house and ask, ask, ask the dad if I could take her to the dance. I'm not sure that would have happened in reality, but the dreamer in me... <laughs> think you know what I'm saying uh, there's something beautiful about letters and you know that kind of simpler time right um, Peg's also got a book which um, has been released now actually um, so I mentioned on the newsletter uh, it was to be released it's, it's been released now because I've just ordered a copy uh, so again, if you head to Peg's website, pegcheng.com, pegcheng.com, and uh, yeah, March the twenty seventh, twenty twenty, Rebel Millionaire is now available. So I'm just going to read out a little bit about it uh, from the blog post. You don't have to earn a high salary to retire well. You don't have to work at a job you hate for thirty five years. You don't have to follow the traditional path. I've made an average annual salary of twenty seven thousand dollars. I've worked at 35 different jobs. I've followed my own path. But when I retire, I'll have saved a million dollars. Become a rebel millionaire and get rich on your own terms. I did it. You can too. So I was intrigued because, uh, like I say, yeah, I can resonate with, with a lot of those things that Pega said. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest things for me is freedom. And so if it's about, you know, doing your own thing, and uh, you know, still having the freedom to, uh, still having freedom, and then still being able to save money and have money in retirement. You know, I'm all for it. Um, and like I say, yeah, I enjoy Peg stuff. So I've just ordered my copy. If you head to our website, you'll be able to order your own. And uh, yeah, actually, Peg sells through Etsy, and uh, she really puts a personal touch on her stuff, which is something else I really love. Um, so Rebel Millionaire was, um, I'm just going to check. Yep, it was published through her, so her and her husband Marcus um, have their own um, publishing house, their press. It's called, um, I, hope that, I hope I'm saying this correctly, Played Frog Press, P-L-A-I-D. Oh man, I hope I'm pronouncing it. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. 
played, yeah, I think that's right, played Frog Press. Um, so yeah, there's that. And what was the last thing? Yeah, so, my, um, so Mark Pierce, um, someone Lauren and I uh, interviewed on the, uh, doing the INF Summit. He's got a book called The Creative Wound, Heal Your Broken Heart. And uh, I'm just going to again read a little bit about that. An empathetic guide to recovering your creative soul, combining heartfelt personal stories with inspirational and practical insights, Mark Pierce demonstrates how we can overcome artistic anxiety, find renewed creative courage, and produce meaningful work that matters. So Mark is, um, actually by the time this episode is released on Sunday, no longer, um, but I mentioned it on the newsletter, he's been giving away that book for free. So you can still snap up a copy, you'll just have to pay for it um, from when you're listening to this. Um, but yeah, again, this is a, a book I've heard lovely things about. Um, I'll be reading it for sure uh, myself. Um, you know, more than anything, I really believe in uh, writing and, and, you know, expression and creativity um, as a way of healing, um, you know, personal expression, healing, growth, all this stuff. Um, so I'll definitely be diving into that one myself. Again, remember, just go to infclub.net uh, or if you're listening to this not in real time, infclub.substack.com slash archive. And just scroll to the March newsletter. Yeah, I think we're coming to the end now. Um, lastly, what I shared was, and again, by the time this co- this this goes out, um, it'll it'll have happened. But myself um, and a couple of friends of mine, Kat and Andy, whose work you might be familiar with, and again, they were also interviewed on the INF Summit. We're doing like a little virtual hangout online. So we were actually going to do this in London in person. Um, if I'm being honest, it's really been Kat uh, who's, and Andy who, who you know, were, were putting this together and kindly kind of invited me to be a third person. And, you know, we'd, we'd worked out a venue in London and obviously what's happened happened, so we can no longer do it online. And we just thought it'd be a really nice thing to do um, online now uh, because we can't do it in person. And obviously, you know, um, Hopefully more folks can 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 join us. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, like I say, it will have hap- happened now um, because you'll be listening to me in the past or in the future. Me from the past. Yeah, like I say, slightly odd because I'm recording this on Wednesday. Um, but so this will have happened by the time you're you're listening to this. Um, like I say, just so you don't miss any of this stuff, the newsletter's free. Um, Infclub.net you'll be able to subscribe uh, for free and, and get these newsletters. Um, and just finally, just finally, a caveat. So let me explain. So in the newsletters I send and the articles I share on INF Club, as well as here on the podcast, I'm sharing my experiences, my perspectives and my worldview. However, I'm not perfect and I don't have all the answers and I'm sure I'm making some mistakes along the way. The same goes for my guests here on the podcast and those who take part in written interviews on the blog. Um, You know, whether that's 
uh, INF Club members or folks who I invite to take part in an interview or one of these, you know, one of the recorded conversations I've been sharing, we're all just trying our best. We're just sharing our worldviews. Um, hopefully, you find the content on the blog and on the podcast enjoyable, interesting, and helpful as you go on your own journey. But just remember, none of us are perfect. We don't have all the answers, and we are just trying our best. So I, I saw kind of a similar message at the end of YouTube, uh, at the end of like a YouTube channel that I watched, that I watched, and I, I liked it. Uh, I felt it was an important message to share with you. So that's just what I wanted to say. You know, um, none of what I, you know, none of what I or anyone else says um, should be, you know, taken as, you know, gospel. Um, but like I say, uh, we're just sharing, uh, you know, our experiences, um, our perspectives, our worldviews. I really like that word. I really like that word, worldviews. And yeah, at the end of the day, we're just trying our best. So um, if I make any mistakes, or any of, any of my guests make any mistakes along the way, um, we hope you find it in your hearts to forgive us. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, um, this kind of monthly wrap-up episode for March 2020. Uh, there we have it for this month. I really appreciate you listening, as always, and I'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Just a quick reminder that anything I say or that anyone else says on this podcast is just a personal worldview. None of us are perfect and we definitely don't have all of the answers. We're just doing our best. You can find more content by visiting the blog over at www.infclub.substack.com That's infclub.substack.com if you add forward slash about to that link I've just given you, you can find newsletter and podcast archives, including today's episode. And if you like, you'll be able to join INF Club by signing up for free. And you can also support the club and receive extra benefits by becoming a paid subscriber. Thanks again for listening today, and I'll see you next time.